forsaken me? Why so far from saving me, so far from the words of my groaning? My God. Deliver me from the soul. 
from the horns of wild bulls, you have rescued me. Reading from Hebrews. After the Holy Spirit says, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts, and I will write them on their minds. He also adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Where there is forgiveness of these, There is no longer any offering for sin. Therefore, my friends, since we have confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us approach with a true heart in full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Word of God, word of life. Thanks. You would please stand.
may be seated. The Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. They took Jesus from Caiaphas to Pilate's headquarters. It was early in the morning. They themselves did not enter the headquarters so as to avoid ritual defilement and to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your own law. The Jews replied, We are not permitted to put anyone to death. This was to fulfill what Jesus had said when he indicated the kind of death he was to die. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own? Or did others tell you about me? Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world. To testify to the truth, everyone who belongs to the truth 
listens to my voice. I let ask him, what is the truth? After he had said this, he went to the Jews again and told them, I find no crime against him, but you have a custom that I release someone for you at the Passover. Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? They shouted in reply, now Barabbas was a robber. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. And the soldiers wore the crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they dressed him in a purple robe. They kept coming up to him, saying, and striking him on the face. Pilate went out again and said to them, Look, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no case against him. So Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Here is the man. When the chief priests and the police saw him, they shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him. I find no case against him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and according to that law, he ought to die, because he is saved to the Son of God. Now when Pilate heard this, he was more afraid than ever. He entered his headquarters again and asked Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Therefore Pilate said to him, Do you refuse to speak to me? Do you not know that I have power to release you and power to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no power over me unless it had been given from above. Therefore the one who handed me over to you He's guilty of a greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release him, you are 
When Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus outside and sat on the judge's bench at a place called the Stone Pavement, or in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover, and it was about noon. He said to the Jews, Here is your king. They cried out, Pilate asked them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no Then he handed him over to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus, and carrying the cross by himself, he went out to what is called the place of a skull, which in Hebrew is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on either side, with Jesus between them. Pilate also had an inscription written and put on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city. And it was written in Hebrew, in Latin, and in Greek. Then the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but said, I am king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts, one for each soldier. They also took his tunic. Now the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from the top. So they said to one another, this was to fulfill what the scripture says. They divided my clothes among themselves, and for my clothing they cast lots. And that is what the soldiers did. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Oh, 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 man, 
Here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. Please stand as we conclude. After this, when Jesus knew that all was now finished, he said, in order to fulfill the scripture, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there. So they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop, and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his Since it was the day of preparation, the Jews did not want the bodies left on the cross on the Sabbath, especially because that Sabbath was a day of great solemnity. So they asked Pilate to have the legs of the crucified men broken and the bodies removed. Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once blood and water came out. He who saw this has testified, so that you also may believe. His testimony is true, and he knows that he tells the truth. These things occurred, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. None of his bones shall be broken. And again, Another scripture says, They shall look on the one whom they have
be seated. I was checking my Facebook about a week ago. We have a college student who is studying abroad this term, and he was spending some time talking about a number of things with the father of the host family that he was staying with. And uh, somehow they wandered upon the topic of Good Friday, and he had sent me a message on Facebook saying, why do we call it good? (laughs) Why do we call it good? It's interesting. When I was a kid, I thought I had remembered it at times being referred to as Black Friday, which I know has other references as well. But, but it seems like kind of a curious thing. As I was replying to him, I said, it's, it's a good day. It is a great day. In fact, in the language of the church, we have this strange phrase where we say that it is the day that we celebrate the death of Christ. It's kind of an odd Reference. The reason we celebrate is because it is good news for us. It was a high price for God and good for us. And so it is Good Friday that we gather. Not good in the sense of perhaps balloons and presents, but nonetheless good. We are now in the middle of our three days. This isn't the second day. We're in the middle of the three days. This is one story. To have Easter without tonight is only plastic eggs. To have Good Friday without Easter is simply a tragic and sad story. But as one story, it's different. In fact, it's different in such a way that it has changed the course of history in such a way that has caused us as human beings not to look at life as being hopeless, but to have the certainty that Christ has made a path through death where it is hard for us to see and where we thought before there was no way but only the end of stories. It's interesting for us 2,000 years into this that we hear this story, and we all know that that's not the end of the gospel, right? It goes on from there. There's more to it. But don't almost all human stories that have a chapter like this pretty much end right there? But that's not the story that we have gathered to share And I think what is particularly important for us to remember is that as we gather in this space, as we move into this room past the baptismal font, we are reminded of those waters in a way that binds us to this story. Not just in the sense that we gather every year to hear it, but we are bound to this story in a way that makes it ours. That is what makes this different. And just that we know that Jesus' story did not stop here, we know that our story, too, does not end like that. 
as we move through these holy three days, I would encourage you to remember that our stories have ups and downs. But our stories ultimately are tied to Christ in a way that bring light in the darkness and life where it seems like our eyes only see death. Amen. If you would please stand as we sing.
At this point in the service, we will receive the offering. Again, if you're visiting with us and have filled out a welcome card, you can put that in the offering tray as well. And a final reminder, since I won't make any announcements at the end, if you are able to stick around and help us set up for Easter, that would be great. Uh, You can head over to the education wing right off the parking lot. Yeah.
Let us pray, brothers and sisters, for the Holy Church throughout the world. Almighty and eternal God, you have shown your glory to all nations in Jesus Christ. By your Holy Spirit, guide the church and gather it throughout the world. Help it to persevere in faith, proclaim your name, and bring the good news of salvation in Christ to all people. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for Mark and Mark, our bishops, for Matthew and Korah, our pastors, for all servants of the church, and for all the people of God. Almighty and eternal God, your spirit guides the church and makes it holy. Strengthen and uphold our bishops, pastors, other ministers, and lay leaders. Keep them in health and safety for the good of the church, and help each of us in our various vocations to do faithfully the work to which you have called us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for those preparing for baptism. Almighty and eternal God, you continue to bless the church, increase the faith and understanding of those preparing for baptism. Give them new birth as your children, and keep them in the faith and communion of your holy church. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for our brothers and sisters who share our faith in Jesus Christ. Almighty and eternal God, you give your church unity. Look with favor on all who follow Jesus, your Son. Make all the baptized one in the fullness of faith, and keep us united in the fellowship of love. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for the Jewish people, the first to hear the word of God. Almighty and eternal God, long ago you gave your promise to Abraham and your teaching to Moses. Hear our prayers that the people you called and elected as your own may receive the fulfillment of the covenant's promises. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for those who do not share our faith in Jesus Christ. Almighty and eternal God, gather into your embrace all who call out to you under different names. Bring an end to interreligious strife and make us more faithful witnesses of the love made known to us in your Son. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for those who do not believe in God. Almighty and eternal God, 
You created humanity so that all may long to know you and find peace in you. Grant that all may recognize the signs of your love and grace in the world and in the lives of Christians, and gladly acknowledge you as the one true God. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for God's creation. Almighty and eternal God, you are the creator of a magnificent universe. Hold all the worlds in the arms of your care and bring all things to fulfillment in you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for those who serve in public office. Almighty and eternal God, you are the champion of the poor and oppressed. In your goodness, give wisdom to those in authority so that all people may enjoy justice, peace, freedom, and a share in the goodness of your creation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for those in need. Almighty and eternal God, you give strength to the weary and new courage to those who have lost heart. Heal the sick, comfort the dying, give safety to travelers, free those unjustly deprived of liberty, and deliver your world from falsehood, hunger, and disease. Hear the prayers of all who call on you in any trouble, that they may have the joy of receiving your help in their need. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Finally, let us pray for all those things for which our Lord would have us ask. Our, our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.